0: welcome to the Business Standard Morning Show, I'm Kanishka Gupta, it's 27th of February 2024 and here are the questions we will be answering today. What is attracting big players to the paint industry? Can liberalized FDI make India a space superpower? Will Bitcoin extend its rally post the halving effect? And Bitcoin halving 2024, how does it work? India's paint industry is on the cusp of a churn. Entry of three new players, which includes Aditya Group, is set to intensify competition in the sector, where top five players have cornered 90% of the organised market. But exactly what is drawing big players to the paint industry? Abhijit Kumar and Shivam Tyagi look for answers.
1: India's paint and coating industry is painting a rather rosy picture. Buoyed by the country's impressive growth, the industry is expected to grow to $15.4 billion by 2029, from the current $9.6 billion. The projected compound annual growth rate is expected to be 9.38%. The paints and coating industry is broadly divided into two categories. One is the architectural segment and the other is industrial segment, while the architectural segment, which is also referred to as the decorative paint segment, caters to residential, commercial and institutional constructions, the industrial segment fulfills demand for automobiles, consumer durables and allied industries. Both the sectors are seeing impressive growth but the competition is more intense in the architectural segment which accounts for around 70% of the paint consumption on a volume basis and this segment is likely to see a big churn in the days to come grasim the chemical flagship of aditya birla group has recently come out with its decorative paint brand birla opus the company is eyeing the second largest share in the sector aiming to record 10000 crore rupees in revenues Within three years, two other brands, Pidilite and JSW Paints, are also trying to paint their success story. Pidilite had entered the sector last year, while steel major JSW had forayed into it in 2019. But what's attracting big players to the paints industry?
2: The paint segment is expected to grow in double digits due to booming real estate as well as the sector. The refurbishing market too is growing quite well. The margins till now have been excellent, about 20% plus, which the leaders have been able to command due to the perception and limited brands at the top level. However, for the next two to three years, uh, there'll be pressure on these margins due to new players.
1: The Indian paint industry is dominated by organized players, constituting around 70% of the total market share. Within the organized players, the leading five industry players, namely Asian paints, Berger paints, Kansai Nerolac paints, Axo and Indigo paints command a substantial 90% market share. So will the new players
2: shake up the market share of the big players in the Indian paints industry? The new players are mainly getting into decorative segment and exterior paints. So to a large extent, Kansai Nerolac will be insulated due to its focus on industrial segment. Asian paints is already 3.3 times uh, Grazim's uh, projected revenue in 3 years. Thus, it's too large and well-entrenched to be affected much, but still, it will feel the pinch in terms of margins since uh, the new entrants, especially Grasam, is in the investment mode when possibly they may throw money to get market share, though they are talking about profitability in the third year. The ones which will face the brunt are the smaller national players and the regional players since they may not be able to match the marketing spend by Grasim and others. Berger, ExxonMobil, Indigo are the ones which could get affected. Even a JSW could feel the maximum heat of Birla Opus. The leading five industry players
1: have shown impressive growth, achieving a strong compound annual growth rate of 14 to 15% in the last five years, from FY19 to FY23. This growth trend gained momentum in FY22 and FY23 after the recovery in demand from key user sectors following the setback of the pandemic. And the fall in the prices of crude oil in 2023 has also been helping the players. Price of titanium dioxide, which contributes around 60% of the total cost of raw materials, has fallen by 30% in the last one year. Prices of other raw materials have also declined due to a drop in crude oil prices. But newcomers are likely to face challenges from established players who have strong market presence, well-oiled distribution network and brand recognition. However, experts believe that strong players like Grassom Industries, Pidilite, and JSW Paints may turn the tables in the long run. The
3: companies that are coming in are, uh, are also very credible companies. Uh, they are they are backed by huge balance sheets. they are they are backed by huge uh, uh, promoter ambition. and they are they are also backed by you know fairly good uh, and astute uh, you know uh, management record. They also have some or the other hook uh, that they they hold. Uh, for example you know Grasim is is already there with uh, you know putty and with uh, you know white cement and uh, and with with, uh, with with cement and and so on so they are already there in in the place where where paint is uh, is is being used uh, similarly pedilite uh, you know uh, uh, their adhesives are already there if let us say each of them gets a single digit market share so, so, that will eat away into the, in, into the top four. Clearly,
1: the competition is set to intensify with the entry of big players into the paint segment. The new entrants will not just try to dent the market share of big players, but will also pose a big challenge to smaller rivals. But it's good news for consumers, who are likely to benefit from this increased competition.
0: paints fell by over 5% on Monday after Hong Kong-based Procrate CLSA downgraded it, saying that stiff competition may take a toll on the paint maker's near-term growth and margin. Moving on, like India's paint industry, its space sector too is painting a promising picture. The government recently amended the FDI rules allowing up to 100% investment through three categories. So, will it make India a space superpower? Shivam Tiagi finds out. India's success
4: in landing a spacecraft near the moon's South Pole has fueled its space ambitions. Now the country has opened its channels for foreign investment in its space economy. The government has allowed 100% foreign direct investment in the manufacturing of satellite components without requiring government approval. Simultaneously, it has relaxed regulations for launch vehicles, aiming to increase its share in the global space market. For those planning to build satellites, up to 74% of foreign investment won't need the government's nod. For launch vehicles, up to 49% is permitted without approval. The existing FDI policy, however, allows foreign investment in the establishment and operation of satellites via government approval route only. Industry insiders say the government has set a good balance in the FDI policy change.
5: I see this uh, to be something which is extremely delicately and very nicely balanced in terms of uh, allowing higher FDI, as well as ensuring that uh, some of the DLU's uh, technology part is kept under a certain amount of review and control. I'll amplify what I said. Earlier, if we see on the satellites uh, segment or the space segment, government always said we'll allow 100% FDI, but that 100% was specific to satellite and always through the government route. That means there was nothing automatic. Today, what has changed is government is saying, I'll allow you 100% automatic if you are making components and parts. Now, read in this uh, aspect. The fact that we can become a global space commerce company, I mean a country, and towards that we can build now satellite parts and components and subsystems for anybody, including payloads.
4: The capital inflow will drive more research, innovation and production for the Indian space sector. Industry insiders say the country now seeks to privatise space launches and aims to increase its share in the global launch market. The liberalisation of space sector rules is anticipated to attract interest from major foreign companies, opening up employment opportunities and manufacturing facilities in India. So will the new policy attract global players such as Elon Musk's SpaceX and Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin? in the Indian space economy.
6: Companies like Blue Region or SpaceX are making very heavy rockets, rockets which are capable of putting people into space as well. So that is a heavy uh, heavy rocket industry, uh, which is only on 49%. Uh, We have to see how this works out because uh, it is easy to say whether SpaceX will be interested. Yes, it will be interested, but what are the regulatory guidelines that that are going to be Coming with the inflow of funds, whether SpaceX will be happy to uh, come or and work in India with only 49 percent, uh, you know, 49 uh, percent of shareholding. These small uh, vehicles, which is which is to say, which vehicles which can take uh, cube sats and nanostats up to 500 kg, that would be the segment which will be happily impacted with this because then we can see funding coming into it. And as of now, we have only one spaceport, Sriharikota. We definitely need to have more than one spaceport because it's very crowded, and launch activity is something which will happen more frequently as we uh, get more and more dependent upon satellites in our daily lives.
4: Currently, India holds a 2% share in the global space economy valued at $8.4 billion. According to government space agency, In space, by 2033, India's space economy is expected to be $44 billion at a CAGR of 16%, aiming for an 8% global share. Presently, India's domestic market contributes $8.1 billion to its space market, while the export market contributes only $300 million. According to InSpace, the industry's 10-year growth plan aims to increase the domestic share to $33 billion from $8.1 billion and the export share to $11 billion from $300 million. Additionally, an investment of $22 billion is anticipated to take place over the next decade in the space industry in India. India's space tech startup ecosystem is also showing signs of growth with 189 startups in 2023, up from just one in 2014. Data intelligence platform Traxon's report shows India ranks seventh in international space tech funding with $114.9 million worth of funding raised in 2022 and over $122 million raised in 2023.
5: There's uh, absolute clarity about the $44 billion. So Indian space economy will grow to 44 by 33. Now that still is 14 years ahead of 2047. Now it is believed that uh, all of us who are uh, players in the space sector believe that India probably will be somewhere close to 25% of the global commerce. And one major differentiator that India has towards that is that We are extremely good. We are the world leader on the IT-based engineering services, software, and the engineering services. And that's essentially where 80% of the space market actually resides. Only 20% goes in the launches or the launch vehicles and the satellites, the 80% . Now, this is an end which includes telecom, which includes geospatial, it includes agriculture. It includes serving some very specific market
4: As the space sector continues to evolve, the infusion of capital becomes increasingly crucial. With the recent inclusion of domestic private players, launch numbers have surged. Now, with the liberalization of FDI regulations for foreign firms, the industry is poised for greater expansion. The move will ensure that the sector becomes more competitive, and less inefficient it will also benefit from the transfer of technology employment generation and more research in space science
0: after space let us now see what is happening in the world of cryptocurrencies world's largest cryptocurrency bitcoin has jumped over 20% so far this year to $52,000 its market value has also breached the 1 trillion dollar mark for the first time since late 2021 However, the crypto community is abuzz with two questions. Has the market already adjusted itself to factor in the halving's impact? And where is the price headed in the next three to six months? Nikita Vashish spoke to experts to find out these answers for you. Watch the report.
7: The is buzzing again as Bitcoin, one of the leading cryptocurrencies, continues its remarkable ascent. Over the past one year, the currency has more than doubled in value to reach the $50,000 milestone earlier this month. Its market capitalization is firmly above the $1 trillion mark, having surged over 20% in 2024 alone. The rally in the currency's price, which has been driven by the approval of spot exchange-traded funds or ETFs in the U.S. has come ahead of the famous halving event.
1: The total circulating supply of Bitcoin is capped at 21 million. And there will be only 21 million Bitcoins that will be ever created. Halving was a defined rule in the Bitcoin protocol, which basically means that the amount of Bitcoin, which are getting generated on a daily basis at every block, get reduced by half every four years with the continuous increased demand, uh, both in the retail segment and the institutional segment, post the ETF approval and the anticipated supply shock, which we will see post-halving. I would not be surprised if Bitcoin sees a further surge of 20 to 50% before the halving event.
7: Bitcoin's halving marks a change in the rewards miners receive for creating new blocks on the network. The next halving will likely occur in mid-April 2024 and will see miners' reward drop to 3.125 Bitcoin from 6.25 Bitcoin at present. Bitcoin last underwent a halving event in May 2020. Back then, the cryptocurrency's price surged from around $6,900 on April 11, 2020 to over $8,800 at the time of the event itself. It extended its climb to reach $49,500 by May 2021. A similar pattern emerged during the previous halvings in 2012 and 2016. So will the history repeat itself? According to analysts at Bernstein, Bitcoin could touch $150,000 by mid-2025. Those at Skybridge Capital, meanwhile, forecast Bitcoin's value at $200,000 by July 2025. Against this backdrop, how should investors position themselves?
1: If you're a long-term investor, you can use opportunities of any kind of price tips to strengthen your position. If you're a short-term trader, I would say you be ready for a lot of volatility. Don't take leverage positions.
7: That said, while sector participants say investors should hold ultra-long-term positions in Bitcoin to benefit from the bull cycles, regulators call it unsuitable for payment or investment, leaving it open to speculative bets. Today, on 27th February, global cues and primary market action will guide the markets.
5: He's making plans for an early retirement.
1: Business Standard.
0: Do you want to know more about Bitcoin halving? Well, in our explainer segment, Shivam Tyagi breaks it down for you. What is this event all about? How does it work? Find everything about this event in our next segment.
8: Bitcoin operates on a unique mechanism known as halving. This process is designed to control the supply of new coins and combat inflation. The total number of Bitcoin is fixed at 21 million and over 19 million Bitcoins have been mined till date. This leaves less than 2 million Bitcoins that are yet to be created. Bitcoin mining is a process of creating new Bitcoins by solving extremely complicated maths problems that earn a predetermined amount of Bitcoin. However, the Bitcoin protocol periodically reduces the number of new coins earned by miners in a process called halving. Bitcoin halving is a deliberate reduction in the reward given to miners for validating transactions and adding new blocks to the blockchain. This reduction occurs approximately every four years, specifically after every 210,000 blocks are created. The goal is to counter inflation and maintain scarcity, ultimately influencing Bitcoin's value. Currently, miners are rewarded with 6.25 bitcoins for successfully adding a block to the blockchain. This reward halved after every 210,000 blocks serves as a powerful incentive for miners to keep the system running smoothly. The process is a vital component of Bitcoin's decentralized nature and its limited supply of 21 million coins. In Bitcoin halving, the reward for mining new blocks is reduced by half. The next Bitcoin halving is anticipated in May 2024, happening after 740,000 blocks and it will reduce the block reward from 6.25 to 3.125 bitcoins. Historically, Bitcoin halving events have been accompanied by heightened price volatility. Although initial fluctuations are common, the overall trend suggests a bullish market in the months following a halving. As scarcity increases with a constant demand, this drives up Bitcoin prices. Experts caution traders about potential short-term volatility but emphasise the long-term positive impact on Bitcoin's value.
1: trusted bank sbi the banker to every indian
0: halving also provides investors with valuable insights into the unique economic principles governing the world's most popular digital asset well that is all for today for more news views and analysis please log on to business-standard.com thank you for watching For more news, views and updates, subscribe to Business Standard on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Also follow us on YouTube, Vimeo, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn.